0: Banter. Boom, and we are live with another episode of the Brownwater Banter Podcast. My name is Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Cates. It is Joey Cates. we got a good show for you uh, today, man. In the studio, we have Alvin Baker, who is, uh, we're going to continue on with the old Biloxi heritage, talk about uh, being born and raised on uh, Deer Island. It's going to be a good conversation. I already know. Can't wait to jump into it. But before we do that. We're going to thank the people that keep the lights on for us here at the Roundwater Studio. Uh, Right out of the gate, Dr. Robbie Williams over at Southern Magnolia Smiles. That's him and his crew that he has put together. They are located right here uh, on Washington Avenue in Ocean Springs. You can look them up on the socials, at Southern Magnolia Smiles on Facebook and Instagram. uh, Or give them a call and book that appointment. 2023's... We're in the last quarter of it. It's year to keep your mouth clean. I just went by there yesterday. There you go. Got you hooked up. Not just a sponsor. We also uh, participate. That's Give him right. a shout at 228-215-1202. And uh, go over there and talk to him about how cool Brownwater is and, and uh, Ole Miss football. I think he likes mm-hmm. that as well. So. He likes my football. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who we got here? Uh, t- it's our buddy Tyler over at Taylor & Cox Law Firm. They've been practicing law in Pascagoula for over 30 years. Um, Highly recommended in their field. And uh, if you find yourself in need for legal representation, give them a shout at 228 696 0111. They specialize in felony cases, misdemeanors, DUIs, family law, uh, divorce, child custody you name it, they can take care of it for you. Uh, nobody wants to be in that boat, but when you are, you want somebody that's going to uh, fight for you. And uh, Taylor and Cox is going to do it. They also picked up our Brownwater Banter app sponsorship for the rest of the year, and we appreciate that as well. Our buddy Rocky over at Sea to Swamp, he's got two locations now, one in Gauche and one in Gulfport. He's slinging all of your outdoor apparel, tackle, rods, reels, fishing lures, everything you need for a day outside, Rocky's got you covered. Look him up on Facebook, see the number two, and then Swamp, or give him a call at 228-205-3964. He's uh, slinging kayaks, like I said. He's got it all covered, man. Go check him out. Keep your money local when you can. Uh, Kendrick over at Forever Young, uh women uh, excuse me forever young men and women's health you can look him up on facebook as well if you find yourself unable to get off the couch you want to get back in the gym you want to start working out again but you're too tired you can't you can't get the you're motivation lazy. you're lazy go over there let kendrick run some labs on you figure out if maybe it's not vitamin deficiency hormone replacement might be up your alley uh put it in the hands of a medical professional let him get to you uh get you to your optimized level and uh give him give him a call at 228 228- three, six, three, six, six, two, three. Tell them that we sent you and uh, bringing up the rear here. We want to thank, there it goes. Uh, District five supervisor, Randy Bosarge for being a supporter of the show. He stayed on after the election cycle. He got reelected. Uh, I'm not going to say it was because of us, but we didn't hurt. I don't guess <laughs> <laughs> he's decided to stay on. So uh, we appreciate his support as well. And uh, we're going to get him back in the studio and talk more about uh, the upcoming, you know, stuff going on in Jackson County. Cause that's important to us as well. So that rounds it out, Joey. I think I beat you again. Yeah,
1: but you need to look at the uh, the the Heather has already called you out. Look at the you said we talked to. Alvin Beggar, who was born and raised on Deer Island, D E A
0: R I. I think I did that a couple times. <laughs> I can go back and fix that. He went to St.
1: Martin. Yes. That's him right yeah. there. That's how I do That's it. That's okay. I'm, I was there.
0: I graduated from St. Martin. So, uh, and uh, it's a Deer Island to me. A That's very right. Deer, dear to, to your heart. I can't change that right now. We'll change it later. Uh, but uh, so, so, uh, Mr. Alvin, man, thank you so much for being here today and to talk with us. Uh, I think we got a lot of history sitting on that side of the table. We're going to unpack all of it today here what uh to start out like what year were you born and and before we went live you were saying on deer island like yeah. physically born on the island
2: right i was born on deer island june 30th
0: 1941 june 30th 1983 right here same Whoa. birthdays that's what your I'm birthday, your yeah birthday twin yeah that's right that's right okay 19 say it again 19 what 1941 41 okay Ooh. all right so that is a spiral harbor yeah yeah exactly so Tell us a story on that. Like how did your you, you said your grand this goes back to your grandfather, is yeah. that right?
2: I'll have to go all the all the way back to my great grandfather who come from uh, Norway. Okay. Uh, Ar Aradale Norway, where he came from. He was running the lumber schooners back and forth from the country here from, from Gulfport Bloxy Paspagula back to Europe. Okay. Wow. Okay. So,
0: what around about what year would that have been? Do you know?
2: In the eighteen hundreds, early probably early fifties, uh, late forties, eighteen forties. Okay,
0: so that's, that was before a, the Civil War. what kind of wow. boat? Those are steam. Sales. Oh, no, sail. Wow, sail Okay. Wow. Dang. Okay, so so they're running lumber lumber to the U.S. And from they, the U.S. to, to Europe. Okay, yeah. so he he was already here, and he yeah. was going back. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Was he live? Where was he living at that time? He, he did, was on the boats, and it was— He didn't have a—he uh, was working too yeah. much to have a spot. I got yeah. you.
2: And he met—he uh, had to get provisions one time to go to, back to Europe, and he went to Horn Island and the Waters and the Aiken. I mean, the Waters lived out there doing the cattle for the Hodges, for running the cattle, and he bought cattle to provisions to go back to Europe. And he met Harriet and harriet Waters, and, and when he met, he came back in 1852 and married and moved from Horn Island to Deer Island, and went to work for the Aiken family that had a, uh, uh, a oh, what you call it? I not
0: got a I lost name. What was we said? Did we say it earlier before? Yeah, my, turpentine. Plantation. That's what I, turpentine. Thought. That's what turpentine. I thought. Turpentine, turpentine uh, yeah.
2: plantation for the Aiken family on Deer Island.
0: Okay, so he is already living on Horn.
2: Well, he wasn't, but his, his, fam- he, his, his wife's family, his wife. was.
0: So so living on the island, I guess at that time wasn't really was it. Only a few families lived out there it really it wasn't unheard of like Absolutely. we think about it today and that kind of seems a little bit foreign I know you've heard right. stories I've heard yeah. stories too gonna hear yours but uh it's that was not uncommon
2: right they had a lot of people lived on the island at different times okay had, uh, they had a lot of cattle out there five six hundred head of cattle and uh the, even the so uh the Union army come and got it for, for provisions for the They occupied Fort Massachusetts. Right, right, right,
0: right. And that's on Ship Island. Yeah, yeah. But
2: they'd go to Horn Island and get the cattle and bring it to Ship Island for provisions for the Union. Troops. I needed some steak.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was good out there. <laughs> yeah. You know? they got, you're surrounded by speckled trout, in them days, especially yeah. shrimp, and you got cattle? I'd, I'd like to go try it out. Oh, yeah. I'd be stationed there, I guess.
2: Yeah. Well, I had a pond right behind their house. They called it the uh, garden pond, and Bobby Watts did a painting of it, and I got it in my house, and, and Stan White did some photography of it, and I got that over my bed. Okay. But the garden pond is where they built the boats and put them in the water, and where they also fish, and they used the fresh water in the pond to— to to uh feed the garden. right
0: right 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 and
2: that, that's how it come about named the garden
0: pawn okay okay so your great-grandpa then moves uh gets married yeah. to your great-grandma and moves back to deer island to, deer island. to do a turpentine well yep. let's, let's explain that for us
2: he us. was uh i guess i had a picture i didn't bring it of my daddy with the turpentine tree but I guess they must have had just about every tree over there, and it was uh, lots of trees. It's not like it is right now. Uh-huh. Uh We had lots of trees, and, and they had that, and they gathered a turpentine up and bring it in in the factory, and, and I guess they cooked it or whatever they did to it. Anyway, uh, he did that for about five or six years, had four or five kids, and then he went sailing again. <laughs> <laughs> he left and went sailing and disappeared for about 5 years and when he did come back uh my great grandmother was married to the Aiken then. Okay. He divorced the baker and married
0: the Aiken. I wonder I wonder how I wonder how he like shows back up and how that goes yeah. down. She's like, he's like, what?" <laughs> I
1: bet that wasn't a good uh well, he, "Welcome home, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he moved to blux.
2: He ended up donning blux in 1899 or 1900. Okay.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: so he was a mainlander. After that, he got yeah. off
0: the island. He learned his lesson. Yeah, he, he, that was your great
1: grandpa, and then your yeah. your father, your mother, who was born out there.
2: My my grandfather was born out there in 1869. Right, and he, they had eight or ten kids, and my daddy was born May May the ninth, 1906, on Deer Island. Okay. Wow! And of course, we had my oldest brother was born in a hospital, and then Frank, Donald. Uh, myself and ronald were all born on deer island we had midwives and all that went over and
0: d- right. did the deals. it just seems so like a foreign it's, yeah, concept it's not crazy. really that long ago in the grand scheme of things but it just seems very very uh unique you know I, and and at that time like we were looking at some of the photos that we'll go over in a little while like you and your brother there's been some articles written about that was it different even at that time like when you used to go to school and talk to your buddies did they think it was D- well, unique we had a class
2: reunion about uh, five years ago our 60th and i had a beatrice fail who was a classmate of mine and we had it at the yacht club the new yacht club there and i was up on the porch and i said beatrice i lived over there for for 28 years she said what yeah <laughs> she, she, she didn't know, know it. She, okay. Okay. we yeah. kept it quiet we never expounded on it whatever you gonna call it but uh we lived over there it was we had water Right. right that was the main thing we had a well 900 foot artesian well and it really helped us out that was that was from deer island land and development company which bought my grandfather's property and put a uh put a ferris wheel a movie house a movie theater uh a, 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 yeah. a merry-go-round mo- uh the whole nine bath houses and all that was over that Nineteen yeah. 19- there used to be a theme park yeah on 9- 1912 and they went bankrupt after one year because they couldn't control the mosquitoes
0: oh yeah nobody wants to go out there Man. for that
2: and uh, my my grandpa bought back the property that he wanted which was about 3600 feet it uh, that's all he wanted and uh, and that's where we lived over there
0: okay okay so he sold it off they went bankrupt and then he bought just a he small sliver back. back yeah because yeah. that because i, I kind of wondered and i didn't know if you would know yeah. like being a kid like how does property taxes work out there who you know because well, now it's part of there's some parts of it that's still private right it's
1: still a, a refuge uh, there's still national wildlife there's a part of it but some of most the, of it's owned the, by the state
2: the state owns about 90 yeah, yeah, percent yeah, yeah. my cousin's owned two sections i, was gonna say, I saw some of it for sale. elbert yeah. mayo and gloria lestrade okay uh, elbert died el uh, gloria's still alive they own 850 feet beach to beach Kay. fred Lusk, frank Lusk, and lusk they own 850 feet beach to beach and that's the only two private besides the city of Bluxfields, so I think, a
0: portion of it, too. Okay. The West End. Okay. I didn't realize that that was on Deer Island. I've heard the stories about the Isle of Capri, which is an no. island that sunk, yeah, right? Yeah, that's that it. was before. The Isle of Capri was before the Deer Island development? Yeah. yeah. yeah? Okay. I, there's
1: a postcard floating around. It's a, of course, it's a hand-drawn postcard right. of the— ferris wheel and all that stuff on deer island but they said it it never did anything from what i heard
0: one year it was gone okay i wonder if like a hurricane took it down or (laughs) mosquitoes well no 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 yeah for the financial side but like it it did structures it did
2: it it all took it down Uh, had a storm come through, and he i don't know what year right all it was was the brick pillars were left for the movie theaters and Joseph Myers lived over there, the, the artist, the, uh-huh. the potter that taught George Orr. Okay. He had a house over there. That was my uh, my mother's uncle, the great uncle. And uh, he carried all them pillars down and moved, and made a deal around his house when he lived there.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. He, so that was, that was the two houses that were out there, just him and y'all's. Was four. Four. Houses,
2: four houses out there. And when I was, there was more than that. They right. had probably 15 or 16 houses at one time. When I first remember Gilhart, he was living in a big house. He was married to the Lameen, and he inherited that house. But it lost. they lost it in 47, so it brought it down to four houses. We had four inches of water in our house in 47, and we, we left our houses and went up to the Aiken home, the old house, what we call up on the hill. It was on top of an Indian mound, And the water come up to it and went out. We didn't get a drop of water in that house.
3: Yeah.
1: Look, I mean— Four inches on Deer Island in the middle of a hurricane, yeah. ain't a whole yeah. lot, you yeah. know what I'm saying, compared to what the well, storms done now. All yet. the point flooded. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah.
3: Well,
2: they got a they had end in mound Ran, kind of northeast southwest there, and yeah. it was it was probably
0: fifteen feet at the peak. So we we talking about a whole different Deer Island yeah. than what we know. Yeah. 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 What uh, you said it a, a second ago? How long from the time you was born did you live out there full time? How many years would it have been? Twenty eight years. So you about twenty eight? Yeah, I will tell
2: you what, twenty eight years, one month, seventeen days, and twelve hours. There okay. It is. Wow, holy hell! Okay,
0: <laughs> you remember? You remember? <laughs> oh,
2: my birthday is on the thirtieth. <laughs> Easy to remember, <laughs> yeah, right in the yeah, middle, yeah. right
0: smack in the middle of the year. I love it. All yeah. Right. So th- that that well that y'all had out
1: there, did that furnish the whole island? Whole uh, island. Everybody went yeah, to
2: that every, well, right? Everybody had we wore up piped it up the houses and it was fine and just before camille it started giving us problem we had to pump up into a tank okay they put all the they put all the wells off the, the croaker of food the cat food businesses on the point they drill the wells on the same strata and it, our well went dry really okay
1: yeah
0: i'm uh, sorry don't i'm
1: messing up over here yeah, hold no, on there we fine. go yeah um
0: right. but so 28 years what what's that like growing up there like on that island was it is it fond memories for you? Yeah, it was great. I mean, uh, we went a whole island,
2: right? Five and a half miles long. We, like we as a kid, I'm thinking, you beach know, beach combed. And we uh, yeah, we, we had cattle over there. We had hogs over there. We, I mean, you never heard of turtle egg hunting? Uh, the tarpon, terrapin. diamondback tarpons used to be millions of them, and they gone now because right. they're crab pots. But they used to be able to crawl all over the island. We eat the crab. We go down turtle egg hunt. We beach comb. We hunt ducks. We uh, in the winter months we oyster and we shrimp and we fish and the whole nine yards.
0: Just a completely different existence Playground. than what we than yeah. what we you know think of when you think of Deer yeah. Island now. Um I think of like Swiss Family Robinson, the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that kind of thing. Not that it was that far off. I mean, you see Yeah, I was stand, the only but... one
2: of my brothers. that I wanted to play sports and I wanted to play Little League ball when it first started in 52 or 53 in or So uh-huh. I, my daddy said, oh, You understand what you're doing? Yeah. He, so I said, Well, he said, You got to take that skiff and you got to row it to work. You know, when you go to school, you got to pull it and then pull over here. And then you walk to wherever you're going to play ball. He says, You are responsible for that boat. And I did. And Claude Sekiro was playing the George L. Summerall. Claude Sekiro, Pete Quave, all played on the same little league team as mine. And uh, it was quite an experience because you had to row a skiff. Claude, right. Claude uh, Mr. Ewing was the manager, and he was sitting, he took Claude, picked Claude up, and went down to the went down to the foot of Oak Street. And Claude didn't know what he was doing. And after about 30 minutes, Mr. Ewing said, Here he comes. And Claude said, what? He said, "There, a player is coming over. And I was over there, 11, 11 years old, <laughs> rolling. Well, you was worn
1: out by the time That's you got no, to the game,
2: huh? Yeah, that
0: was nothing. Yeah, well,
2: about a 12, 14-minute, in good weather, 12, 14-minute, row.
0: Yeah. A good warm-up. It's a good yeah. warm-up for you. I think about, like, Joe, you coach kids, like, w- don't they complain no, they, if you they got to run, no way. Nah. They gotta run you bases? You couldn't
1: get a kid today to even <laughs> walk down the beach to go to a baseball <laughs> field, much less row no. 12 minutes 12 minutes or 12 miles. Yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah.
2: I played football with Bucks, I had to, bro, I had to bring my skiff over in the morning because I had to stay practice and row back at night. And that deal. Daddy didn't make special
0: trips. <laughs> Right, because you got to—I mean, got to think—he's—it's—it's—you live right. on an island, so there's five a, brothers. Yeah, yeah. To get over, what was a what was a reason for him to take? I'm assuming a bigger boat that he had to the main to the to usually the it was scene. weather.
2: We got it, one of them green easters or norwester. Even though when it was really a cold norwester blowing or something like that, the water blew out, and we didn't have enough water for use the big boats to go to school. And we had to row again. We'd put two men on the oars. Two of us my man right one on each oar and we row across take about 15 18 minutes maybe 20 minutes in the northwest but it was cold uh-huh. never Ooh. wore a raincoat none of us wore raincoats so we had a piece of canvas we'd put over our backs and row to go to go to, to school. go to school to go can, to i go. can't
0: even get my kids just to wake up yeah go all they got to gotta do is walk west. out there and get row a, a boat, boat. You
2: know, just think about it my brother frank had perfect attendance for 12 years <laughs> and you had <gotta> to row it <laughs> Wow. wow, 12 if there ain't
0: If there ain't a plaque in Biloxi High that mentions they that, it. It, it better. Yeah, they should it have it. And they it. better. I'd point to every kid that complained about <laughs> yeah. getting to school. I'd be like, you read this? They should yeah.
1: have a little golden skiff up
0: yeah. there with him. Well, and say, look, this is what this kid took to school. had
2: uh, 12 years in a
0: row, R-O-W. <laughs> mm, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not going to laugh at anybody spelling anything wrong after the way yeah. I just exited or uh, started it off. What, uh, what it, After the 28 years, where did you move to? Just right, just – Right there in Belize, we,
2: we moved to Keller Avenue behind the Pelican K, which was it wasn't Pelican K then. It was a uh, uh, Marcos Cometa's house and and a few other houses lived there. But we bought the first house off the beach that was still surviving there, across yeah. from Uncle Ralph's. House. So what on, year was
0: that? Be before fifty,
2: uh, nineteen sixty nine. We okay. moved in, in in November. We didn't. We stayed on the boats on the island until November when we bought the house
0: on Keller Avenue. Okay, so w- the hurricanes that hit. While you were out there, what would y'all do? Well, we stayed in forty seven and my mama said
2: she wouldn't stay no more i don't blame her <laughs> now we st- we stayed in betsy she we got tired of moving, she said we're going to stay and we woke up the next morning we didn't stay up, and we woke up the next morning at on our fence We had a two two foot water line, but it never got nowhere. It was three How foot. the heck could you sleep through that? You no, know, we was kids. We, <laughs> God, there ain't no way. No, I'd, been, I'd have been, I'd have been chewing
1: my fingernails. Yeah, on. yeah, you'd have been. in a I'm bias. a sissy when it comes to weather. Well, I don't like that stuff.
2: I can remember in '47 stepping off, thinking I was on the bottom step, and stepping off and going. Of course, I was little and went up over my waist and seeing mullet jumping in our backyard. Wow. Yeah, and we had to go down the outside bridge to get to the house up on the hill. My Ann Ellis, we call Ann Ellis Grandma Aiken's
0: house. Yeah. But, uh, did did what was the house like? Was it built up off the ground? Do we have a photo of that? Yeah, we have house? a photo. Yeah, let's, of, let's of, see where it's, it's at.
1: I'm sure it's a raised house. got to be a raised yeah, house. It's, it's about flat. four foot.
0: Yeah. Okay. We'll, well get what it. The, Y'all keep what going? the FEMA insurance code was back in 19. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I don't know if it'd have been code these yeah, days. Yeah. Pro- I'm thinking probably not. But uh, Joey's gonna pull, grab that uh, somewhere. There last is. one. Right there, oh, that I course. saw that. I didn't know that was yeah.
1: the house. That that, was on, that's on that's
0: pretty. Yeah. That's a New Orleans house. Uh, let me switch. Go ahead. Right there.
2: That's a beautiful home. Yeah, it was uh, my daddy built. I mean, my daddy bought that house in New Orleans, tore it down, and transported it over here by boat and re-
0: reconstructed it. in 1935 yeah. on Deer Island. Wow. It's,
2: it's a du uh, what you call a duplex? Uh uh-huh. New Orleans duplex. That's what it was.
0: Dang, okay. I assume that was like a old Biloxi home that was no, maybe the house
2: on Deer Island.
0: Wow. So I mean that I mean, it, it looks, doesn't get yeah. more majestic to me than that. I mean yeah. it's nestled under some what looks like oak trees. Is that yeah, what that that's
1: is? what that's that's what I'm looking at right now. The trees are just like you, you barely find maybe one or two oaks out there. But Well that oak tree right here is still there. Is that the one across from the Beau Rivage?
2: Uh, it's across from Oak Street, Borva uh, no, across from Oak Street. Okay. Okay. okay so
1: that's that'd be further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Haring, yeah further. Yeah, that's
2: yeah. Where our base of operations was Oak Street. Okay. Okay. That's his grocery store, right. part of Oak in the Beach.
1: And that's what y- y'all. I mean, y'all. You probably did like a grocery run. What once a week? Well, to well, run the mainland. He, well, he
2: did our mail. He collected our mail, and we bought our groceries from him, and it was everything. He was a central point where we met. Right. Right. Because we got out of school a different time. We met there, everybody together. Okay. Because we so, didn't make five different trips. <laughs>
1: yeah. <that laughs> would your daddy, be, would he row you would, out, out there? Official. Would y'all row out there and he'd row back? or he'd yeah, wait for
2: he y'all go to all work. Right he, okay. He'd, if he did bring us to work, I mean to school, he would go back and work. Tongue oysters, open oysters, stuff like that. Like in the
0: factories in Biloxi? Yeah.
2: Well, he'd open over there. We'd open out of a skiff back in old days. I caught an open oysters myself. Okay. When I was in
1: high school. Huh. And what he would sell them or they, yeah yeah yeah.
0: When you say going black, like to get groceries there, how self sufficient were y'all out there? Obviously you had water. Did you you said you had hogs and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, we chickens had hogs that, and cattle and okay.
2: chickens, and, uh, and we also had my aunt Ella had a big garden. She used to raise uh, all kind of peanuts and uh, and okra and all the string beans and all that. She had a pretty size pretty good size garden, and we had a lot of fig trees. We had the muscadine, scuffing, mm. scup- on. Yeah, yeah. We had the mulberries. Make wine. Yeah. yeah. We had the mulberries, and <laughs> I mean, we had all kind of stuff. Cherry trees over there. Wow. Really? Orange trees over there. Pecan yeah. trees. The pecan tree didn't put out, but we had a pecan tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked but, good. Huh? It was probably got <laughs> scalded all the time <laughs> with
0: the salt water. So you said forty-seven y'all stayed. Your mom said that's the end of that, and that yeah. was. And then from that, from then forward, every hurricane, would y'all. We jumped back to the le- mainland? We, we
2: jumped to the mainland. Well, we didn't go to the mainland. We went on our boats up behind Gulf Hills and tied their trees. Stayed on the boats. When the sun went out, then we went back to the island. Seriously? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I would have assumed you went and stayed in somebody else's house. No,
2: we stayed in Camille. It was at, uh, You know where uh, East Elbanita El Drive is in uh, in Gulf Hills? Not was,
0: specifically. No, I, I know like what well, uh, – Jer- Jerry, Jerry's uncle lived right across the way
2: we used to tie. Uh, uh, Maria Marvel lives there now, I believe, but was living there. We'd go across from him, and tie. we'd tie four boats up, and we'd run long lines to the base of the pine trees.
1: Now, we, what kind of boats are we
0: talking about? Oh,
1: cabin boats? No, uh,
2: yeah, I think
0: there's a picture in there. Hit him with that light, Joey, if you could. That Can you
2: size. Yeah, that's two of the boats right that there. That orange one
0: kind of tilted t- to him. This, I moved it too much. No, to the right. Yep, yep. There you go. There you go. Um, Joey, show, show the camera there. Spin it a little bit. There it is. So, okay, now that's not a small boat. However, I don't want to spin Hurricane Katrina in that boat. No. Well, my brother did. <laughs> he did? <laughs> yeah.
2: I built that boat in 1978, and uh, my house burnt down. And he was working for Coca Cola, and he decided he wanted to go shrimping, so he bought it from me. Okay, he, he still got it today.
0: So now, your whole family, though, during Camille, y'all s- stayed on that boat. Not
2: that boat. Okay, different. We stayed on the the Doris May. That's the big white one. How,
0: how old would you have, How old would you have been at that time? Like, do you remember it? 28 years. Oh. Commitment. Oh yeah, you do it that's a big boat too however <laughs> she was 52, like a, 52 foot still though
1: like a chandelier kind of lugger boat. yeah yeah, well, yeah
0: that's, that, a, that's, that's a the first
2: chandelier boat yeah yeah oh wow named after doris may kovacevich jackie kovacevich she's still she was still alive a couple of years ago i don't know if she's still alive yet or not
0: yeah that's robbie's grandma that's yeah. the first sponsor of the dentist yeah that's his yeah. grandma yeah. yeah okay jack yeah. Jackie, Jackie's yeah, yeah, sister. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So that would be Robbie's aunt? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my grandpa bought that boat from, uh, it was six months old when he bought it from uh, Kvacevic's. I think he paid something like six or $700 for it.
3: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It, oh, it, man. It,
2: it won a bunch of races. They used to have powerboat races back in the old days, and it won several races going to the Black Beacon
0: at Cat Island and back to Bluxley wow what a what a beautiful boat and what a what a cool stuff. i mean
1: even the background I Guess in the background that's that's biloxi the that's mainland. Biloxi. That's, yeah that's, you can't you that's, that's even recognize that's it.
2: marvelous right there that's the ice you know, side so there. that's the
1: old seafood factories right. old oysters yeah, all that that's stuff the full casinos yeah i was yeah. gonna say you, you i don't know if you can see that in the background
0: uh you there you go it the yeah it just cleared up yeah yeah so if you look at yep i can kind of tell that's great if you look at old photos um of biloxi you you were in the perfect time like you say the 40s to to now to see the change like I can barely remember I was born in 83 like I remember not in like what was it 90 or 91 when the when uh uh casino was first casino. Kind of, was it isle Capri right isle Capri. 92. 92 okay yeah. so I remember vaguely going down highway 90 and Biloxi and it being factories and you know had the smell and the shell and, piles were, right exactly the, the oyster, oyster shell, was everywhere yeah. But you probably remember it extremely well. So can you can you kind of speak to what it was like back then, like uh, what Highway ninety looked like, the big you know before, even before the I guess Buena Vista, right? Oh
2: well, the Buena Vista built in the twenties. So oh,
0: it was okay. Yeah. That that hotel was built in the. 20s. The
2: motel was newer
0: on the other side. Okay, okay, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, but you you got to see the Gulf Coast go from yeah. one area well, to the, we, to the we, next everybody in blocks is looking out
2: at us and we looking back at them yeah right, <laughs> right, right. So, i mean we've seen everything <laughs>
0: right right what was uh, that like though to
2: watch yeah, it the tallest had the plantation over there the windjammer used to be tied up over there the tallest is on the which was a big black boat and then they got a big white sailboat He actually died on it sailing to, to pensacola or somewhere but we seen uh the uh uh Several boats, uh, the Shannon Door, they had boats all over anchored out. They had skiffs tied up along the wall, and that's before the sand beach. See, I can t- I can go before they had the sand oh, beach. The oh, right, the seawall. Oh, right, the, the right, sea right, 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 right. Coon Street had probably forty or fifty different skiffs and boats anchored and tied up off of Coon Street. That was the central point.
0: Now, are you talking like an actual ha- like harbor, or are they just kind of no, tied? Yeah, they are just tied, tied up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And right at Oak Street, where we tied, we tied Marcos Marco Scumetta's, uh Pier. And over to the left of it was Johnny Ewan's fish uh, fish camp where they rented boats. They rented skiffs out by, you rowed them right. to go fishing. Right. And they had several of those in blocks at that time in the in the early 50s and late 40s.
1: Where you could just rent a skiff and go rent out there. Rent a skiff and, and rowed to the island. The island, throw yeah. f- mullet, whatever you wanted to do. Whatever you it. wanted to do, yeah.
0: Now, Biloxi used to hold the title of the seafood capital of the world, I believe, or at least the U.S., correct me if I'm wrong. For sure, it was the world. I think it was. I think it was, which is so – I'm proud of that statement, but it's kind of weird nowadays because we've totally – shifted away from it. We were at the fishing banks meeting the other night, and we're talking about oyster restoration, you know, compared to when there was just – they were everywhere. You, you said you tongued them yourself.
2: Yeah, we you know? had our own reef off the north side of Deer Island.
0: Right. Off, well, off of, uh, I don't know how much you get out there now and see the, the, the aquaculture stuff that they're doing out there with the man-made stuff. Yeah. But it, it, <laughs> to see to go from what you're used to to, like, we're well, trying to, like, man-made do it now. What is it? Man-made
2: now it's, it's a whole new ball game. It's Back weird. then, we couldn't keep an oyster less in three inches. Now they're selling what I call barnacles. They're only about an inch and a half long. They're so small, right. but that's what people want now. Right. So all the Bureau of Marine, and all that changed all their laws to accommodate the mm-hmm. the, the new the restaurants out, the, and all that. stuff. Well, to accommodate the aquaculture. Right. They can turn them over the, the the faster they grow, and they don't get to get three inches. They can grow them probably in or three months to get right. to what size they can sell now
0: what was uh what was the fishing like back then do you remember it being drastically yeah. different yeah. than today
2: well it's something happened in camille before camille we caught fish like you wouldn't believe uh-huh. I, I started fishing when i was 12 years old with my daddy on the charter boat business. okay and i seen us catch 1200 dolphin inside of the dog key buoy Gee. they ain't been 1200 dolphin caught in biloxi in the last Five years on no, that plane. No, no, And that, we we'll use what we call slaughter poles. We'd go to Pugler's over in New Orleans in the, in the spring and we'd buy this bamboo Calcutta. Oh, yeah. It, was, it had a little small hole in it. And we'd make 12 slaughter poles. And we'd put, the, and and what you do on the bottom, you had a garbage can in the corner of the stern and you down one side and across the stern. And they all bring them in and they hit you in the belly and you dehook de them and put them in there. And my mama wouldn't let us in the house, though. It smelled
0: <laughs> terrible, huh?
1: <That. laughs> it was bad. Oh, them things bleed everywhere, yeah. too. It probably looked like you uh, dying when you right. came you off can, that boat. You
2: can look at this picture, and this is a speck of trout in the 50s. And that's – that's. What, my dad, he was the first one started uh, chandelier with seven-day trips. Okay. And that was a seven-day trip. But most of them didn't last seven days. They caught too many fish. Yeah. There wasn't no limit and and <laughs> you probably got three thousand fish. In I that don't picture. wanna clean none of those. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, I'll clean a few but not that many of them. Yeah. So
1: the Doris May, was that his boat?
2: Yes, yeah, my daddy's boat. And also we, we, we did the Gulf of Mexico and in and, and May and June we'd catch lemon fish. Uh-huh. And then the end of June and night we'd start catching kings and then usually the first of August the dolphin would come in. And then you catch dolphin from August to September, and then September, end of September, and that the manta rays would come in and get behind Horn Island, Ship Island, Deer Island, as far as Cat Island. And we'd run up down fishing manta rays. You could see them as far as you want to see. Probably 500 of them in order to, to
0: catch to... them.
2: Well, Yo, we, we caught the lemon, lemon fish. Okay, well, I was, was going to say, fire, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why would nine. we do
0: that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, this,
2: this picture here is 1959. And that's all caught on the devil fish or manta oh. rays,
1: all oh, cobia. And
2: oh yeah, that's 1959. That's October.
1: some big ones too, huh? But it wasn't that big
0: at that uh, time.
2: Forty
1: yeah, ish, forty-five uh, pounds, somewhere. Thirty, 30, 30, yeah. 30. yeah. That one in the middle looks yeah, yeah he, he looks pretty big, best yeah. I can
0: tell on this computer screen. Um, what, it, it, we kind of skipped over that. Did was, your your grandpa did the turpentine? Uh, yeah. Okay,
2: great oh great grandpa. Okay,
0: what did what did your I guess then your grandpa. What did he do? And then your dad.
2: My grandpa. He played music. I like uh, him. <laughs> I like him. He played music, and he he did some investing in the land on Deer Island and stuff like
0: that. So that was his full-time yeah. career, though, was as a musician. He was,
2: he was a musician, and he also had seafood, and he bought. But he had front boats, and that he didn't work them, but he had people working boats. Smart,
0: smart guy. Yeah, I like that. Do you remember at all where he would have played? Was he in New Or? Did he have to go to New he, Orleans? No, or he did he
2: pl- he played all Biloxi okay uh, just bucks and do you, you remember any
0: of the names of the places no no okay no. yeah clar- i always loved that kind of stuff we
2: found the clarinet and the trumpet after he was still alive in 47 he died right after the '47 hurricane had a stroke okay and i was six years old but we found his band instruments after 47 they were down they were washed out of the house his house collapsed okay My grandpa's house our house didn't collapse okay
0: yeah, there was like uh, again going back to the postcards like you were talking about. <clears throat> pictures of like hotels that were around in from the 20s and stuff, you know, cuz Biloxi was the kind of like the playground for yeah. people from New Orleans, like yeah. the African yeah, people come over in New Orleans, here yeah. Yeah. would come over here he, to he hang he out. They
2: played music just about every night, I heard. But well, they played uh, a lot of jazz and stuff, what they play? I, guess, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <I wouldn't laughs> whatever <all> they <laughs> wanted to hear, uh, whatever <laughs> yeah. they wanted to hear. But, but he must jazz? have made good. Yeah. Uh, he was good friends with the Sweatmans, with the people's bank. Okay. And today I have box number one. <laughs> oh
0: nice, 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 nice. Really? that was
2: his box. Uh, that was his box. Mr. Sweatman gave it to him. They were good friends and gave it to him and it's been in our family since, since that's awesome
0: 1896.:
2: That's awesome. Wow.
0: yeah, I't I think I've mentioned it on here before, but <clears throat> and we talked about it in the parking lot My, my great-grandfather was Adolf Seymour, and USM did a oral history thing. I got to go back and find it. Somebody sent it to me on Facebook. But they interviewed him. I think he was born in 1890, if I remember correctly. But English was his second language. He spoke French. And he gave like a rundown of all the families that lived around here, which is conveniently enough, is where we get most of the names of the places that we, like Porto Bay, which yeah. I think about, the family name was Porto, uh, Gauche, no you know, no different. He knew the families who lived there, kind of like, right. sounds like what you've kind of you, touched on a little bit.
2: Do you know the Groves? The Groves that first lived on Deer
0: Island. The f- they are the first people to live on Deer Island? I know a couple gr- people with the last yeah, name of Groves. They are Latimer now, though. yeah the same bunch. Same bunch, yeah. yeah. That's it. They gave a land grant. A lot
2: of those, how much land they had when they started, when D'Arville gave them land grants.
0: Ah, going back that far. Yeah. Yeah, that's way back there.
1: And how did your great-great-grandpa, he, he bought it from them or he, did he took, fell into it? Uh, my great-grandfather
2: took, uh, see, the Bakers didn't have Deer island. It was the Aikens, and the Aikens, okay. I don't know how far, before, before my grandmother married and moved there ahead there but he took a wagon and went to jackson and bought uh the first part he bought 400 <laughs> some odd acres of island he paid like 16 cents an acre for it back in yeah eight, 18 something yeah 1840 Holy moly. and it, then he went back a couple of years later and he had to pay 30 some cents an acre. he doubled the price and he uh, he bought damn the whole, government he bought he bought the whole island
0: how long did it take him to get to jackson on a wagon i there heard it about, was three days yeah but that was like oh. like that's just what you did like do you think about like we talk God. about on the show voting all the time, right? There's a reason why voting is in November. It was to coincide with like allowing people to have the harvest, their crops, and everything before then, so they could take the time to go get right. in a wagon and go all the way up three to where days. they need to vote. And now people won't like go down the street. It's <laughs> right outside their house. In an air, air conditioned go. car to go vote. No, it's you know? Three hours. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. To go buy to go buy land in Jackson for Mississippi. thirty cents.
1: Thirty cents an acre.
0: Oh, if only I had a time machine, I'd go buy it all. I'd still be broke when I went yeah. back in time, yeah. though. Yeah, <laughs> you ever bro- thought about?
1: Go- you ever thought about if you could do it again? You think you'd live out there? Stay out there?
2: It would be hard. Uh, we'd, we'd have to start all over again with the wells and electricity. I was We generated our own electricity out there. How'd you do that? We had a like a system like you have on a boat. We had a 32-volt system, and we had storage batteries, 32 volts of storage batteries. And we charged the batteries, and our batteries would last two or three days. But when you turned the light on, and when you got finished, you turned it off. Correct. You'd, you'd have a single light hanging in the middle of a room.
0: But where but how did you charge the batteries? Where did we that had come a, from?
2: We had a generator. Gas powered. Uh yeah,
0: it was gas powered. Okay. Okay.
2: And then in the fifties, the late fifties we started getting A C generators and we'd run and we got televisions in the late fifties and we started watching football and news. On, on
0: their own Wow. Now we got to go camp out there to do that. Yeah. So,
1: and you know that's funny too. Well, I, I bet you, I bet you, mom and dad was like, "Turn that daggone light off." Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying?
2: No well, we started out with an inverter off the 32 volt system, and it would drain. It would, you could see it just the tube on the TV would just shrink down to nothing and uh-huh. go off.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. They're like, I'm not having to get up in the middle of the night and not have any light, so mm. you can watch damn football all day today. Yeah, it ain't yeah. happening. Man. I we, bet it was dark out there. We
2: have. Uh, Channel Six in New Orleans and Channel Ten in Mobile, and we'd out there with the crescent. Yep. Still some ranch turning the antenna. I remember so. doing that at my grandma's house.
0: Uh, that 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 is crazy. And what's funny, yeah. to, what's funny to me is Joey. Like we think the times that we went out there with a with a gas generator. Remember, uh, I don't know if he was at that particular one, but we brought like lights out there. Oh yeah, yeah. On a the gen- one
1: on uh, Ship Island, we yeah. were out there. We lit the whole island up. But yeah. I, like, <laughs>
0: honestly, God, in my naive mind, I'm thinking like. <laughs> like we're doing something that hadn't been done before. Yeah, you were doing it back then. Yeah. And, and with the television. Like I thought, oh. you know, like we, I don't think we've ever brought a TV out there.
2: No, no. We, had, we had the kerosene lamps and then Coleman lamps. See, our big thing was refrigeration. We started out with ice. Then we went to a kerosene refrigerator. And when butane come out, we thought we just found All everything. Kevin, huh? It was hard. We How had butane you... stove. We had a kerosene. We started with wood on a stove. We went to kerosene, then we went to butane. So once butane got established, we had, it was beautiful. I mean, we had, we could freeze ice cream and butane refrigerator. Yeah. a yeah. uh, Butane refrigerator.
0: So y'all just had a regular, yeah. y'all well, had
1: a real ice box. Yeah. Where you go a, ice,
2: to get a, a 50 pound block of ice and, and put it, it in. in there. That yeah. started out that way. And then we, like I said, my dad had a uh, Serval kerosene refrigerator. And you had, never to, heard it had of to be, uh, yeah, oh, tr- it was, uh, yes, you would want it. it. had to be perfectly balanced. We was always fighting it. <laughs> yeah. And trying to get it. Yeah, but uh, butane came out. Now and butane just, was a savior of everything. Y'all was Cadillac in this. Yeah. That's right. We were hitting on all selling <laughs>
0: <laughs> He was rich. Y'all he was rich. rich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was rich. God, ooh, yeah, he yeah. Yeah, you you can't rich. even speak to look him, look him, look him no more, man. That. Yeah. They look got their butane refrigerator. You can't even talk to him.
2: Every birthday party we had before that was home pride with Mr. Melvin Ness would pack a dry and that was it that's how we kept the ice cream for we'd have ice cream out on the wall uh, so, for birthdays
0: well, ain't nothing wrong with that either yeah. where was we at on the story did we we got to you what your grandpa did for a living he was a musician yeah. then what about your dad what was his my
2: dad he i guess
0: we're assuming when y'all like yeah. guys y'all are growing up
2: when he first started he was a carpenter for the mall for shrimp and oyster company right there uh uh, just east of Oak Street, uh, okay. where the factory was, he built boats. He was a carpenter,
0: okay. building boats. And then, like you mentioned earlier, is that him having to go paddle every morning? Yeah, he had to go, to go across just every Just like y'all go to school, yeah. and he was y'all was. And
2: uh, I think he was getting something like a dollar and a half a day. This is in the thirties, right? Which you know. and uh, then Keith LaField come in in the forties, mm-hmm. and we had a sailboat named Sea Duck. And my daddy said, "Well, he's gonna go try and take these airmen out on the boat." He went out the first day. I think he made like something like forty or fifty dollars, and that was <laughs> the, the that end was, of the carpentry. That was the, that <laughs> was the end of the yeah. carpenter. No. Yeah, throw that hammer! And he did the sailboat. Then he bought the he bought the Progress from Mitchell and Sitch, and then he started shrimping, and then he started fishing on the Progress back in the, in the late forties. Yeah, and then we moved to the Doris May in, in 1960.
1: So he's a charter guy after that. He was a charter threw that hammer in the water. Yeah, that's it's funny. We had one. the hammer
2: for a long time. It was a two and a half
1: pound maul. Oh, that's a big it, one. You, we didn't handle it. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He had that arms like Popeye to yeah. pick that, that well, thing he up. Um, My daddy did have that. I bet he was a big. I bet all of them, all y'all. I mean, yeah. to live out there, it's not easy. Like you, yeah. you walking through sand every day. Your calves is probably. You yeah. know what I'm saying. We Love the sand, but then yeah. mama didn't like it. I her. bet she, I bet she cussed y'all every time oh, y'all walked uh, in the house.
2: Beat us with the broom,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, explain that when they turn the lights off, I mean, there's no yeah. AC, right? Yeah. So, what did y'all do to keep the gnats off? You had, had screens, I guess. Screens. Yeah.
2: We had we would flow all the way through from north to the south and east and west. We had screens
0: all the way around the house. Oh, you had to, I'm sure, yeah. 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 But it was still even back then, it was still South Mississippi. It was yeah. hot. It was hot, I but guess- we it was a- acclimated to it more
2: now. Yeah. I couldn't do it today.
0: Right, 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 right.
2: We had more problems with the, with the cold than the heat. I th- I thought really it it got cold. Yeah, I remember we had that old hardwood floor and we had the linoleum rugs and and that wind not come out of the north and the linoleum would lift up. <laughs>
3: Oh, <laughs> so I guess y'all didn't have no kind yeah, of cast no, iron no, heater or nothing no. like
2: that in there. Well, huh? we had a fireplace, and it yeah. was small. And then we got heaters, cast iron heaters after yeah. that. And you know,
0: you still got to keep them rolling, too,
2: yeah. right? You know, we never, never could use coal, and like you never could get enough heat out of the
0: fireplace. Yeah, it
1: never got yeah. warm enough.
0: Yeah. I always like to hear though about like <clears throat> back in that time, and I hear I hear like I've even heard my dad and my yeah. grandpa talk about the great grandfather, like. They just made money kind of off the land, like whether you had a garden and sold stuff or you got oysters or, or something to do with self-sufficient. seafood. Self-sufficient. Yeah, 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 and it sounds like your dad was the same way. Like yeah. he's working as a carpenter. He had a skill in a trade. Yeah, but, but he, he was, also had a sailboat, and he was like smart sail- enough to know a brain. <laughs> we,
2: we, we always had oysters. Grandma Aikens had a bedding ground. She sold oysters back in, in the 1800s. So, right. So, I mean, we always had that oysters to go with.
0: Which is, that's another reason. Yeah. Not only do I like to eat, those little boogers but it it does kind of like hurt your heart because th- that so many so many people from this town did survive with awful. using o- all yeah. oysters as a yeah. you know and, and all seafood whatever and then we go like i say to the to the fishing banks meeting the other night and we're talking about you know restoration and we're looking at thousands of sacks over the years and how many has came out now and the numbers now are just they're awful they're, not, they're yeah. awful you know and it's yeah. like you know
2: when I first started opening oysters, I was a junior in high school, and I'd get four and a half dollars for selects and four dollars for standard a gallon. A gallon. <laughs> Jesus. Wow, wow. We sell the baracies. We'd go get the select single oysters and sell them the baracies for two dollars and twenty-five cents a half a basket.
0: Who, who was tonging them? Me and Ooh. my daddy, my dad and my uncle. Yeah, I, I bet y'all
1: had shoulders like yeah, this. Oh, I'm
0: rowing. rowing and, 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 uh, and yeah, Tonging and rowing. I, I saw, I saw Look at that! Guy. There has, there there is. Don't
3: flash that in front <laughs> of the camera.
2: Good <laughs> Lord. They want me naked. <laughs> yeah.
0: There you go. There you go. So, so then, what about you? As you got to uh, pass high school and all that, did you go straight in? I mean, you mentioned working for the. His, he ended up doing charter boat stuff yeah, too, fishing. Right. Not yeah. just
2: and you. You graduated from Bullexi High School in uh, 1959. Yeah. Okay. With Susan Hunt.
1: But you didn't have perfect attendance.
2: No. Good for you. <laughs> I missed three days. Three days.
0: Yeah. What
1: happened? The skiff broke down? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the broke. The broke.
0: That's it. It was a strong wind. Yeah. Uh, so you, you, is that what you did? You went straight into? I
2: went into shrimping. I, uh, my daddy had the progress. He was going over to the Doris May when I graduated. The progress was anchored out there. I pulled it into the wharf. And I had about twelve fifteen hundred $1,500 from working the charter boats from the previous years. I put that in the boat, and I ran out of money, so I brought my older brother in, Arthur, and we. he put all his money in. And then after that, uh, I brought my other brother in, Donald, and, <laughs> and, and Donald ended up with the boat. <laughs> oh. I went I, I went on uh, different things. I went to work for Desport Seafood. Okay. And I went to work for— What would you do for them? I, I sailed and picked shrimp and cleaned for fish and all that stuff. Okay. Um, I used okay. to clean— uh, uh, Speckle trout for them a lot. They get five, six thousand pounds, and I, I fillet them for
1: So you know how to clean one. Yeah, pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could if so I. So you you were actually running a charter boat.
2: No. Oh, you were. My, you, my daddy, dad. Was. I worked on a charter boat. I started really in '52, uh, and, uh, and Kenny started somewhere around '62, but I started around '52, '53. Got him in ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I taught him everything and he, he knows. He, well. It's unbelievable the amount of shrimp. Uh, fish were there before he started because it was multiple multiplied by a couple when they, and there was plenty of fish there when he was there.
0: Right. Yeah. You reckon that's the only reason, way he could catch fish was because it, it was just so plentiful? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking about you. you. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir, we are. Yeah. Uh, he said he
2: caught 100 fish. We, we went down on the Sea Queen when the Gulf Outlet first opened Okay. between Britain Island and. and curlew or Gia. we caught 101 lemon fish 101 and we left from here ran down there and we were back before dark at the harbor yeah now when i first started with daddy daddy used to go out at three or four o'clock in the morning the people from the uh hercules power company in in uh hattiesburg used to bring down refrigerated trucks to get to bring the fish back on i bet they did real, yeah yeah well, they did I no mean, i'm saying that's a good I bet deal they for them they to their... a shrimp yeah, and the guy by the name of turnip seed and he turnip yeah. seed turnip seed and he, 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 he we doing. hated him i bet because we had to clean all them fish and gut them all and yeah. then he put them in an the ice truck and freeze them and bring them back though
1: is that a, that britain <laughs> sound
0: story you was looking for that's it right there 101 kobe We got some off-camera.
1: Jesus. How yes. much? It's Captain Kenny over there. 139 cobia one yeah. I just can't. You can't process <laughs> that,
0: it mentally nowadays because it is Anybody not that way.
1: Sure oh, well, there ain't no way. You wouldn't be able to pick it up. I mean, no. how will you catch that man? Yeah, Clean on. that man. Alvin, well, Alvin, tell about you
0: we're getting story for break with your oh. you a story request. Oh. Oh. Yeah, uh, tell us what, st- what he say. To, we
1: we got a, st- a story about uh, you and your your daddy at uh. We Britain always went to we, Island lighthouse. Uh, no, it wasn't Britain Island lighthouse. But every year my daddy would take
2: us on vacation, and we went by boat. Mm-hmm. And we we first year I can remember went to Dolphin Island. The first time I seen goats up in trees, I was about six seven years old. Went there wasn't no bridge over there. You went anchored behind a little dolphin. And you took the skiff and went up over there. In uh in the waters, my grandmother's great grandmother's family, they lived on Dolphin Island at that yeah. time. The little dolphin's grew- not there anymore, correct? No, I don't yeah, think it's it underwater. Is. Yeah, yes, yeah. underwater. Anyway, we'd go over there. The next year we'd go to Britain Island, we would go to curlew we go to the only island we got basically run off of was Cat Island. And uh, the the quavises and the lasagnas there, and my daddy respected him. We went there. We was uh, swimming. And he we seen him out on the beach. So, daddy went up and talked to him and come back and said, "The man asked us to move, so we moving." Cause we lived on Deer Island. We were correct. We, you respected we, that. We, yeah. we respected his privacy. Right. And we we left. That was the only place we got. But we went to I, I remember going to Fort Massachusetts and all the cannonballs and tongs and all that were laying all over the ground. Really? And that was probably early, yeah, it's probably in the 40s. Wow. Dang. I remember one, a little bit later than that. You go in, went to the fort, and he had about 250 slot machines.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> Are you serious?
2: I've never heard that before. Uh-huh. Oh, they had a big operation out there.
1: Oh. What? That's what we need to get into.
2: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's a little different now. <laughs> Might be yeah. a little different show. Is there, yeah. Can
0: you give us a little details on that? Is that still too top secret? Well, I, I've, I've honestly never heard that before. I'm and sure heard, all the people did by
1: now.
2: That that was owned by the VFW at a Gulf Port. The and the
0: the actual land.
2: Fort the, was the fort and the land around the fort was in Scametta had the contract and when VFW sold it in that national seashores took it in okay they got the contract the scumatters and they still have it today okay right. that's the
1: scumatter yeah, that's man. the captain of the yeah. uh
2: excursion right yeah Yeah. yeah. See, we own uh we own three miles of the west end of horn island and we we sold it to the uh, national seashores probably somewhere in the 70s and uh I think we got two hundred fifty thousand so dollars for Lyle Page, the lawyer. Got one fourth. Snow Wenzel, Uncle Ralph, and Dan. oh yeah, yeah, everybody's you know, been yeah. Everybody, yeah, got to get a cut. Lyle Page was our attorney, and he he was didn't have a true title. It was kind of cloudy. I bet, I and, bet, and, yeah. And talking that, about horse and carriage to yeah, get to Jackson, right?
0: You know, documentation. Probably just something written in there. Yeah, and it was. Yeah. It's like yeah, it was folded up in a drawer somewhere. I don't really know. I don't yeah. remember. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I could see that. But I've, I've honestly I've never heard that. That, that what uh, year would that have been about with the slot machines on in the fort?
2: Uh, in the
0: fifties. Okay, I Probably, all the way to the sixties. Yeah. Wow, I have a I have a picture in my house of. Um, I told you I was the other half side of the family family's Ace Aveda. so my So gra- my grandpa who was born in forty five or six, his dad. It's a picture of him. I wish I would have thought I'd I show it to you. You might could shed some light on it. But he's holding – they're at a craps table, and it's supposedly in Biloxi. Oh, it's probably in well, the it fort. It was all over. Yeah. Probably but I, in but the I'm, fort. But I'm saying that would have been <laughs> – nah, no, it wasn't all in the fort. All it of probably the the, the fort. whole
2: beach was full of I need to show nightclubs. it to you all. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on the beach, supposedly. Yeah. And I've always heard the story that, that, you know, he was heavily involved in that kind of stuff. But he – he, he was, no, I don't think it was the fiesta. I think it was before. okay yes yes he's saying everywhere that you go on the beach back then had gambling gotcha yeah he was saying past Rodenberg is where everything was and and that makes sense because i mean it's no seek that's no secret uh, no it's the reason why we ended up getting gambling down here i think uh you know uh legally so that's that's a cool part of the story i did i did yeah. not know that
2: we, we we dealt the camp on there on uh, west end of horn island and we built it that summer. We dropped the people off when we are going out on chartering charter and all the lumber, and we pick them up on the way back in. And they built it in about three weeks. It wasn't nothing but maybe 40-foot long and 12-foot wide, just a single room. Uh-huh. But, and uh, that winter, the shrimp was out of bottle batcher, stole it. They, what? They hauled it on the boat with their cables and took off with
1: it. Really? <laughs> God.
2: So we didn't get to use it. Which,
0: I believe I stayed in it one night. Boy, and today— you people kill for that to be able yeah. to just, like have something like that set up out there. Uh, yeah, but
1: so t- so further us on our journey where we get to you was charter boat. Uh, you yeah, worked on a charter boat guy. I
0: worked on a charter boat. Yeah, where fifty two. Where'd that take yeah, you? You said desports, huh? Yeah, I went
2: to desports when I got out of school. Yeah, and uh, I got off the charter boats probably when I was about twenty three, twenty four, and I went into all field. Yeah, I went to work worked out of Venice. Unbeknown to me, I went to work down there for a company called Coastal Tugs and it was uh, it was all the uh uh Satanovich family from Plackman Parish. The same Satanovich family that owns Mary Mahoney. Okay. It was their cousins and I worked for them for years. I started in sixty five and I sold out ninety one as a sole owner.
1: As there the sole owner. So you mm-hmm. started at Probably, what, what was you doing at Those the Those men. Yeah. I was a
2: deckhand, $16 a day in 1960. You scrubbing,
1: you scrubbing pot? What Whatever. You Whatever you was doing. I'll tell you a
2: story, but it's a little x exaggerated how the first I run a ship. I worked for Felix Dalgo, Junior Dalgo. He was the captain. Right. And I was on the back deck one night, and me and Horace Williams, he was an engineer, and the horns kept blowing, and Junior kept blowing the horn. And after a while, we said, what the hell does he want? So I went up there. He took them, caught to a little liver pills, and gave him the GI run. Yeah. And right behind the wheel, he had a pile. Oh and no. I, and I straddle that pile and put her <laughs> into the dock. And he come up about 30 minutes later, 40 minutes later, he said, "We got to move the boat in her dock." And Horace said, "The boat's been tied up for 30 minutes." Oh. And And he found out I could run the boat, and that was it. That was it. You oh, promoted. <laughs> I, got, I ran the boats at night, and he ran it in the daytime.
0: What's the, what's that old saying, a step and shit and come out smelling like roses? <laughs> that, I just, that, you lived that, it. That was it. Yeah. You lived I it. I had to straddle a Yes, you, you straddle <laughs> it, but close enough. But yeah, it come out smelling like roses. Yeah.
1: So back then, was that all you had to do? Did you have to actually go get a captain's license or you just tried oh, to prove yeah. you, you did a boat? I, I ended up with a 100
2: ton license when I first started 65. Right. Now I made that up to a 300 ton license. And then I got up to a 1,600-ton license. I had a 1,600-ton t- uh, license for seven editions, which is 35 years. Yeah. And nine eleven, I was renewing it. And they, when nine eleven come back, they they changed everything. Yeah, on you they, had to have all kinds of Oh, stuff. they wanted me to go to California for a school and Dallas for another school and somewhere else for another. I said, all I wanted was 100-ton. I wanted to rob it down. And they kept,
1: and I just gave up and quit. I, I gave my license up. Really? In 01. Uh, yeah. I got a hundred ton. I got a hundred ton mate. I got a six pack with a hundred ton mate. I haven't got my hours for a hundred yeah. ton, but it was a gigantic pain in the butt to get it. You got to go I, buy a little battery. I and all had that a 1600 stuff. ton license. I'm sure that's, we got a buddy JJ. That's as big
2: as you get. I could have went third mate on a ship. And yeah. I was offered a lot of stuff on a ship.
1: We got a buddy that. He was bit, in the com- JJ's in the car. Yeah, JJ said so he's a yeah. Masters Unlimited. I think is what it is. So yeah. He can drive, you know, whatever, whatever it is. But though, having that license is, I had a I had a
2: Panamanian license, unlimited Panamanian license, which wasn't worth the paper it was on. <laughs> it sounded good, though. Huh? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so when you went from uh, graduated high school and then did, like you said, like kind of uh, charter boat, Desport Seafood or whatever, did back in them days, did you have to do the schooling? Like you kind of touched on that just now, but was it paper, pen, learning and, and taking the test before you could get all those licenses? Back, oh, even yeah. Back I, went, then? I went to school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So – was that kind of a weird transition that to get back into school or you were just hungry yeah. and you wanted to do it so you just i'd be
2: you made it I'd happen i'd be studying and my mom would be up at the fiesta <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious was, couldn't couldn't concentrate yeah but i made it i finally you made did. it you
0: did you did a good job you pulled it through yeah. what year we we talked about this i don't know if it was when, when your episode about the fiesta i've went online and looked for f- pictures of the fiesta inside the building cannot find any i've seen a couple of the outside of the building but i can't find any of the inside have you what, what uh you jake's daughter's got a
2: bunch of them she's always at the elks club you could and the hats all around the ceiling yeah
0: yeah no i've, I've never seen any and i've went yeah 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 what year what year was the fiesta built you remember?
2: It was in 59, when we graduated from high school. 59. So it was before that. Papa Jake uh, was the one started and Jake and John, Jr., uh, little Jake, little Jake and, and John. What was their last name? Mladenich.
0: Okay, okay. Wow. I didn't realize they'd been there that long. Yeah. So y'all frequented that place. Oh, that was a spot. <laughs> Drank a couple beers yeah, in there? Yeah, once or twice. I didn't huh? drink
2: till I was 22, but I caught it. Oh, up. you told us you that. You told yeah. us that, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's for so good. So did, did y'all make any kind of. Did,
1: did your daddy, did mama drink? Did anybody out on the island? None of them. What's going on? Y'all yeah. wasn't yeah. making no, one? No, one uh, or nothing like that.
2: My daddy kept a bottle. It, and I remember one time Gilhart come down to the house, Christmas, around Christmas time, and daddy broke the, uh, the whiskey out. And Gilhart got drunk, and he started singing. And he had a hell of a voice. And he always said, "Rosalie, my darling," was his song. Rosalie. And he started, and we, of course, I wasn't five, six, seven years old. That's your daddy
0: was singing? No. No, his buddy Gilhart. Yeah, okay, okay. Gilhart was singing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a
2: good voice, and we started. He burst out with that song, and windows would rattle and. And Daddy was said, "Well, man, what'd you learn tonight?" He said, Crusoe, They compared me to, to Crusoe and Daddy said, "Who Robinson?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that, and I can remember like it was yesterday.
0: So when when O one hit and they gave you the the runaround on renewing the license and you let it go, what'd you do then? Uh, I retired. Yeah. It easy, like real retired, didn't do. Yeah,
2: I retired in '91 and, and stayed retired for 20 years. And then went back to work for the city of Bloxy at, at 70.
0: And I've been working
2: at 13 years now.
1: Still working every day. What? I made everybody, everybody
2: say. Say. Yeah. I, I love my job. I you am do? not going to get rid of it. All right. <laughs> you look, do these days? Yeah, what do you t- do these explain days? Explain it to us
0: what you said. What 70 do you do? I, you I'm back- a harbor master.
2: Okay. I'm a harbor master on Back Bay on the commercial fish dock and the shrimp dock in the back. Really? All the way to commercial front boats tie up for the Lee Street. Okay. So back there
0: by like the IP? By yeah, boom, that, that boom run, town. Yeah, yeah by Boontown and all boom that? Town. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. some beautiful boats right there. Yeah. Every time we run up and down there, man, I kind of. Either slow down yeah, it's or from right really
2: between Eminem to... and that fuel dog, uh-huh. glass, Galas less so out. Uh-huh. In
0: between. So what
1: do you do? You, you fill them up? You make sure they got no. Spots, I just watch. Or... I just watch over you the boat. You do this. Yeah.
2: Huh? <laughs> well, no. It's very very simple, but you got to be you got to be present. Right. Yeah. You got to make your presence known, and you should show a, 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 authority, a, 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 the right amount of authority. Yeah. You don't want to overdo it. You don't want to underdo it. Right. But they right. respect you. Yeah, I, got, I get along with all the Vietnamese. I get along with them great. Yeah. Now, I have some try to abuse it. They're always trying to abuse it, but I sit down and talk to them, and they, yeah. they come around.
0: Yeah, that's no, no matter what you do, I mean, you're going to have people that do For that. For sure. Uh, Chris Barlow, in the comments, says that you need to come back to the small craft. He hasn't seen you in a while. <laughs> yeah. No, Chris. Chris. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he said you need to come Chris back. Chris is
1: still see. doing duck hunting. He's one yeah. of the last ones still duck hunting on Deer Island. Yeah. Him and uh, Brody. Yeah, oh, Team Brody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mr. Robert. Yeah. You're going through
0: the pictures to make sure we yeah, didn't listen. Yeah, yeah. Look, just I want to catch there. back while Joey's doing that. Uh, a comment that came through earlier, and I don't know if this was what you touched on earlier, but uh, Jerry Monroe said to uh, to ask this you. This guy right here? Yeah, yeah. Is it, yeah, <laughs> no, I know, I'm reading it. But was that what you were talking about with the uh, – the, the, Yeah, okay, so we already covered that? Yeah.
1: Okay. So this right, is the first. one we need to cover right here. And this is the guy you were mentioning the whole time.
0: All right, hold it. Yeah, okay, now it's in focus.
1: Yeah, and this is the hermit. Oh, they right. called him the hermit. Oh yeah. Everybody
0: right. knows that story. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Well, well, I mean about yeah, him, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: So explain him to us from your eyes who there lived we out go. there.
2: Well, when we were over there, he he come over there, he was a he come in this, he said Key West. And he, in Key West, he had a turtle factory. He did the turtle deals. And then he moved up to somewhere around Orlando, and he had the citrus farm. He got married and lost it. He got moved to Orlando, got married and lost that. Then he moved to uh, somewhere around Daphne or somewhere in Alabama, had uh, watermelons. And he got married and lost that. And then he moved to blox and he had a big barber shop. And he got married and lost that. That sucker. Was God, dog. <laughs> and the, you
1: figured he'd learn yeah. by now, huh? Well,
2: he's married eight times to seven different women.
1: Jesus. That's
2: what he told us. Right. But the Lameens come in from Chicago to run the movie theater for the Deer Island Development Company. And Lameens, her husband died, and he moved in and married to Lamines. And He, he did st- it again. He, he did it again. Well, God. she she died. But he lived in that house until 1947, which is a nice house. I can remember it vaguely. It was like a two-story house raised, <laughs> but it was in a low area, and 47 took it. Okay. And uh, he, he come down and stayed at my Aunt Ella's house with us, and uh, he was cleaning up. You know, we had pine straw all over the place. Oh, yeah, he digging, yeah. Digging, he right. did that for a couple of months, <laughs> then he went down and started building the shack that he's living in here. Had about a seven foot ceiling and maybe six and a half foot ceiling, kind of built on a, a on what well, I think the generator slab for the for the, of Atlanta, the Development Company for the theaters where they had the generators. Okay, mm-hmm. he built it on top. It was raised. Then they built the pen around it, saying it was going to water would stay out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <But>, yeah. Little bit <laughs> <Yeah>. off, <couple laughs> but he always yeah. told us that he came in from Chicago, and then come to find out. Uh, uh, person that works for the and Library did a, a search on him. And I don't want to say too much, but it's it's. I don't think I should say it over the... Uh, uh, yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 okay. But he, he had basically glided. He had come in through New
0: York. Okay. Uh, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Well, it
1: okay. is what it is. And then he... he. Why did he become the Deer Island Hermit? Why, how did he get that name? Lewis Gonflow, Sailfish.
2: Yes, okay. yes. Lewis Gonflow originally had the tour. And he uh, he's, one out of the Bloxley Harbor, went down the harbor, down the factories, explaining the factories. He went over, he tonged horses. He didn't pull a net till later on, but he tonged horses in the winter months and pulled the nets in the summer. And then he knew where Gilhart was, so finally he couldn't get Gilhart to come out. So he put a pine stake down and he started putting mail, newspaper, and that out on the stake, and Gilhart started coming out to the stake. Then he started saying, "If you want want food, leave me a thing." And first thing you know, he had Gillhart out there, and Gillhart started singing to all his customers. Yeah, yeah, it just he just, an and, and He involved it right on up, but it was all Lewis Gonflow.
1: Yeah,
0: what so a he smart, made him into what, a into smart what he wrote. Move, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: that's awesome. He made same f- selfish as running today, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. kind of Mister Mike. Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. They used to have money all over. They'd throw the money in the skiffs, you know. Wow, yeah, a lot of change and. Just before his house burnt down over there, and, uh, we had a bunch of kids from Bluff that went over there, and they found money. And they'd go over there every weekend. And somebody burnt the burnt his shack down.
0: Really? Now, what what uh what year did he die? Do you know? Do you know? Yeah,
2: 1959. Okay. He was laid out at key for Senior Recognition Day, and myself and Harold Ketchot, went to the funeral I wouldn't go in because I kind of had a dislike for Gilhart at one time. Uh And Harold went in and viewed the body and come out. Decent guy. I mean, pretty good guy.
1: Gilhart. Yeah.
2: He's a
1: love-hate kind of guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He would always holler. My daddy would go out catching Mullet, and he'd holler, get off, get off, get off my property. You're breaking the bills off of my oysters. And he'd
0: scream (laughs) that. (laughs) Yeah, wow, yeah, he was wow. Something was wrong. Something yeah, he had a little yeah, couple screws yeah, loose, yeah. right? What uh, did he did he pass away on the island?
2: No, okay. he got sick about a year before, and he moved to the Lameen's family out in Virginia City.
0: Oh, damn! He went wait co- yeah. for, for back then. That was way north. Yeah, well, he's up there by
1: Captain Kenny.
0: Yeah, in Virginia City before
1: before you get there.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so what did? Uh, and I don't think what did he do from the t- from like those years? Was he just
2: he, he had an oyster shop over there until 1947, and it took it. He had about probably 15 or 20 people to come work over in his oyster shop, and he lost it in forty-seven. They had a big oyster pile over there for the longest time, and I guess between Camille and Katrina, is, you can't even find an oyster shell. It's
1: rolled away. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Hey, y'all do a lot of foundering out there? Y'all used y'all do? to. Yeah. I used to do what it. What y'all, a lot y'all have, like, kerosene lamps? Well, we had, how'd y'all do We started with the flambeau. That's the one that came above uh, yeah, you to do back?
2: They had a, a roll of t- uh, cotton and you yeah, valve and you f- float it in and it lit it. Right. Smoke. Right. Come back black at times.
1: I bet y'all stuck some oh, pigs yeah. out there.
2: Well, Gene Balandi was a big flounder back in our day. Yeah. He, he was a commercial. He'd flounder all night long, he could track them. he was something else dang
0: so uh you happy where you're at now still like you said enjoying what you're doing harbor master you're still connected to the gulf to that lifestyle to that
2: i live right there off a comfort place right off the beach i can see deer island from my backyard my back porch i I love it yeah i I live on my back porch
0: do you do you like the way biloxi looks nowadays is it there's a lot,
2: I, lot of vacancies
0: <laughs> well that's true you know katrina and insurance and you know that whole debate but like to see us transition into this tourist gambling kind of economy but we still have the we still have the undertones of the of the old way i guess yeah. if you want to call it that right uh do you do you like the way biloxi looks now
2: yeah we i didn't i wasn't for gambling Okay, but I wasn't for gambling because I I, would, I was doing good without gambling. Right. But we cannot do without no, it now. No, yeah. not we now. We cannot do without it. Out. We need it now more we'll than that at any time. Yeah. But I wanted a little sleep, sleepy old town. I'm in New Orleans making good money coming over here on the weekends. I was fine. Right. Yeah. But we definitely reversed
0: that role. Right. I would vote for it. <laughs> In a heartbeat yeah. to keep it going. You believe it. What do you
1: we, think your mom and daddy would say if they if they saw it today? <laughs>
0: <laughs> my
2: daddy died. He was 94 years old. He died in 2000. Okay. Great. Oh, so he saw well, it. He, saw, yeah, he some, saw it. Oh, yeah. yeah. He yeah. saw it in uh, 2000. In fact, uh, until my, my sister-in-law died uh, about a year or so ago. The last three Bakers to die was my daddy Arthur Baker, my brother Arthur Baker, and my son Arthur Baker. We had three Arthur Bakers die. Oh man, I hate that. That's that's that. Yeah,
0: that's terrible. Uh, are you out of your all your siblings? Are you still? Are you the only? As you still have some siblings alive?
2: I've got one that works for the University of Mississippi, uh, Southern Mississippi, and Long Beach. Okay, and I got another one teaches Montessori school in Portland, Oregon. That's Alvin teaches at. Mississippi Southern. He's a mental analyst and the other ones of Mount School in Portland. Did you That's say
0: mental like like psychiatry or, uh, psychology or something mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Ah, he said they ain't figured him yeah. out yet. Had a yeah. brother
1: who's psychiatrist. Still can't, can't, can't figure, figure him out. out. Okay, that's good though. <laughs> I don't need to
2: figure. You he's out. he's he's putting his footsteps down. I'm trying to get the one from Portland to come back. Yeah.
1: I wonder why did he just he's, the island
2: life. He went the he went. Well, he they never was involved with the island life. My kids. Oh, okay. You now we've gone. I didn't get married to us. Oh, this is his kid. Gotcha, oh, okay, gotcha, okay, gotcha, okay. Gotcha, okay. Gotcha, I thought gotcha. you were talking about like, your brother. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. any brothers and
1: sisters still alive?
2: Uh, I got two brothers who are still alive. Frank, and I mean, excuse me, Donald and, and Ronald. Are they still here? Yeah, they live in Bullock One of them lives on Keller Avenue. The other one lives across from on what? East Howard, across from the French Hall.
1: Yeah. Okay. And there's there's been a lot of, I mean, like even these articles Oops, right sorry, here. Uh, there mean, you go. People wanna document what y'all did because it's just a cool part yeah, of history. It's like it's our, our little her- people, heritage around here. People yeah. didn't know anything about that. I mean yeah. the people who are still living didn't know anything about that. Most All of the right. people who you have grown up with, like my grandfather and stuff like that, they've passed. Yeah. So it's it's to, well, to
2: I'm re- getting I'm gonna get that they age now, a lot of my friends are gone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, That's I mean, why yeah.
1: you, you're hanging out with these young bucks. Right? Yeah, young bucks. <laughs> yeah, over
2: there. Yeah, <laughs> On the couch, over there. <laughs> I, w- I went fishing with that young buck, Monroe. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, he's taking a, a, a leak break, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh. <laughs> and I said, don't slow down here. And he slowed down. And he, <laughs> and he said, yeah. Oh, yeah. I said why? He said, this is what Deer Island was at <laughs> one oh, time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And he, lay, he put her down right on top of it. <laughs> oh, man.
1: <well. laughs>
0: He's got ha- plenty of money, though. He happens. can put
2: another foot ah, on that money. It happens.
0: It happens. Yeah. So, uh, do you get out fishing and enjoying the gulf?
2: I used to. I got a little boat right now. I got a 19-foot bus control. You, ain't, pa- you
0: ain't paddling still, are you?
2: No. <laughs> no, I got a 90 Suzuki. But I got a little AFib attack about three months ago, and mm-hmm. I'd I hate to go out by myself now.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My grandmother. That's tough. Yeah. Dealing with that. Her, uh, it still work.
2: I still work out. You do. I use the bands.
0: I work oh, out yeah. at work. There you go. Oh you God! Go. You, gotta you gotta just see active. that dang yeah.
1: bicep? He just flashed in front yeah. of the screen. Yeah. Hey, you gotta I gotta can stay tell young. he still
0: does. Got to stay young.
1: You still love it though? I mean, I guess you still do. You're around the water every day. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah oh yeah.
2: yeah. I, I got a haul, I got a slip in the hall. But I took my my, my damn tilt and trim motor one out and I picked it up. And it's been so hot. <laughs> True. You can't do yeah, anything. And I owe Errol Bradley a a, a blackfish trip. So. I put the boat overboard but it's too hot. me and him can't go. He's, yeah. I told him in nineteen fifty nine I was gonna take him blackfish.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Still <laughs> just a little overdue. Just a little bit. It ain't no big deal. <laughs> good
1: yeah.
3: Lord.
1: Yeah. Hey, if he's still hanging around waiting on it. That's he's good waiting. on him. He's waiting. He yeah. was at my house yesterday picking up
0: shrimp.
1: <laughs> when we going out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. he it'd be it. another year or so yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well man, I don't know. I love hearing all these old yeah, stories. Yeah, I, it I really absolutely do. awesome. Uh, it's just, you know, we, Joey and I obviously love this uh the Gulf Coast and to hear like that the the it's made a big swing from just the time that you've had eyes on her. You know, she's oh yeah she's, she's transitioned. So uh we appreciate you telling that. I hope everybody yes, out here listening yes, to the comments yes, for yes. coming through. Uh everybody's definitely digging it. Is there is there anything that we didn't touch on that, that sticks out in your mind, like that that our generation wouldn't know about or needs to hear about or
2: I I had three good things happen to me in my life, really good. Got married. There you go. Yeah. Lockheed wanted to come to my wedding. They they gave me the $3.2 million contract. There it is. Yeah. And then I lost everything with Carter. And then Gerald Girardi with MetLife Capital Corporation gave me a foot again, and I I went all the way up. And I sold
0: out a, a good amount of money when
1: the man he was the, the top man
0: yeah i don't did you joey did we show the picture of his of that boat because you know? uh, i don't know that we even got to the lockheed story this did is we the even... lockheed
1: story this is when you you drove it into deer island right you got stuck on the dang um well i
2: drove it in oak street yeah when i did i'm the first one to do this and this was 1980 i was in homer i was tied up in homer and i took the boat from homer new year's eve and I brought it to Bluxy, and I stayed in Bluxy, touched base in Bluxy, tied up, left Bluxy New Year's Day, went anchored under Ship Island, got back to Terrebonne Parish of Oklahoma and I didn't have to pay taxes. It saved me 48000 <laughs> There you but go. But they all doing it now. You go up Gulfport Lake and look at Hornback and look at uh, 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 Swiss and, and, and the other one. They got boats that Three times bigger than my boats up there. It's got to be taxable like you wouldn't believe in the state of Mississippi don't tax them. So County, that's why they come over here. That's why they're here. Yeah. That's why they're here. But I did it first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were the first outlaw. Yeah. You were the first yeah. outlaw yeah. in yeah. the old field. Tell uh, them about the story when
3: you brought that ship to they got
2: to the up for. Yeah. Well, I I brought a boat up to Vancouver and back to pick up a manifold center for Lockheed. Left Houston, Texas. Took about 31 days to get to Vancouver. We got to Vancouver. We had all kind of people that I fired and hired during the way. Got to Vancouver, we hired a new engineer, and we had this 350-ton and a teacup on the body and filled up with water. Well, we're coming back off of Cable St. Lucas, we ran into a hurricane. Ooh. And we was getting our weather off the time tick back then in nineteen seventy two. Well we went up we ended up going right through the middle of it. Well he panicked the this engineer panicked and he started screaming and hollering saying we're gonna sink and this thing gonna be we're gonna be on the bottom and I grabbed him and put him in a room and locked the door. <laughs> <laughs> we got to the canal zone, he got off the boats and said he got gas with diesel films and uh we told him to get up the road, when he got up the road. Well, when he got back to New Orleans he sued us, went to court and he got zero. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So he got he got exactly what he you know. What he got deserved. exactly what he deserved. Yeah. yeah.
0: Don't freak out in the on the water, number one. Yeah. And uh when you get his name. So, was... You was the captain, right? Yeah. Oh, Somebody yeah, handles the situation. He was, don't...
2: he was an elam. Remember the elam that was on in the movies? That was his nephew. Oh, but he yeah. was an alcoholic. This guy hmm. that was with us. The other guy, from Elam, uh-huh. what is Jack Elam, is it? That played in the New Westerns? Before us.
1: They're way before us. Uh-uh. No,
2: no, no, no. You know, once you got through the storm, you went to sleep. The guy came up and woke you
3: up and said, There's something funny going
2: on up here. You go up and explain to him what get... he did. Oh, the Northern oh, Light, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was in the Straits of Juan de Fuca, which was coming out of Victoria just dropped the pilots off and was coming out of the streets of Juan de fuca where's that at what i'm confused on where it's the it's the waterway between uh washington and, and canada vancouver okay. vancouver island okay okay so you way over there way up there way up yeah, yeah way up. and uh they woke me up because the light went out up on the top and i had to i, I they wouldn't climb the mast so i i was strong at that time too right but uh, salty so i'm hanging on one line putting it in and i look over there and the lights all flashing that's the first last only time i've seen the northern i've never seen it but i hear that it was
1: awesome back then too with no lights around it was
2: was out in the middle it was foggy
1: uh, yeah
2: it was kind of messy. it's always all green it wasn't it was it was just basically white Uh, it
1: wasn't it wasn't good color yeah kind of like heat lighting kind of looking yeah that's what it looked
2: like
3: Hmm.
1: that's weird so in all your years what's the crate what one story you had to tell anybody what would it be Uh, all your years on on the
0: the water on the water yeah captain and all that all that i was
2: running the boat for lockheed and eugene island 380 and we was putting the manifold center down and when i come down we had went up behind Bay- Bayou Black, behind Homer, up near Highway 90. i come through pine trees to get up there with my boat. I had to close the doors of my wheelhouse. But anyway, we went to sink it. And we was on a four-point moor, and uh, Mr. McNaughty he said, we've got to cut the ropes. And he said, he said, do you want us to cut the ropes? And he said, yeah, cut the ropes. He said, the ropes are being cut. And he cut it, and he, he looked up. I was up in the A-frame. He said, you won't see that again. And it started, it went down and it stayed down about a minute and it popped back up. I said, There she blows <laughs> <laughs> And it started drifting over towards the uh towards the rig. Well the tug got to it before it got to the rig and it went off the southeast of corner and it sank. It went down that time, but it was, it was gone, in the man. wrong place. Oh. And they decided they lost the job. I'm talking about probably 25 or 30 million dollar job Ooh. and that's when i went in the wheelhouse and got the graph paper and i slipped it under damn ignored his door and he woke up the next morning he read it and he went and made a big announcement in the galley that we can do this job and he didn't mention my name and i i hit jim lucas who was a good friend of mine lives in brazil now i said that sucker ain't even gonna mention me uh uh-uh. They come to my wedding. There <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> they knew. They knew. Yeah. Who it was. They knew who the brains yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good story. Yeah, that's a good story. That's, that's one of my better stories. They, they come out. It really did come out for me, for them, everybody. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Hard yeah. work though, right? That's how you.
2: Oh, we did. We we met the challenge. We didn't give up. We didn't give up in the oil field. Yeah. I didn't know nothing about Venice. I mean, I left Venice many a time and see a marsh, stick of marsh grass and come back in and see the rig and then go back in and see the marsh grass again. Never see nothing. I mean, you had to run them with a radar. Oof.
1: That's it. Going up that river is well, rough. Up the river.
2: Down the river is worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Golly. Because you don't have the steerage on it when you're going down the river because you got a six, Fight seven, current, five, yeah. or six. Well, you're going down with the current. Yeah, yeah, so you don't yeah. Have the, you're, you don't have the steerage problem. Coming up, you can turn fast. <laughs> Going down, you don't.
1: That river gets cold quick.
2: Yeah, we used to see now South Pass is not open. But back then, when I was down there, South Pass was open for shipping. Right. And uh, big ships come up through South Pass. Ooh. So you had to and deal with that. And it was narrow. Yeah. So we had to deal with that in there. But the head of the passes was the, it's the worst fog area in the world. And that was, uh, I had my closest call on the boat right there. and really? the Headed of the pass. Yeah. They drive on the wrong side of the road and they, they coon they're trying houses. to cut across me, and I was able to get around and turn back into him and get him
3: without hitting him. Yeah, but yeah. I,
2: the guy on the back deck said I could
1: have painted the waterline. <laughs> <laughs> A Picasso,
2: huh?
3: Yeah,
0: Picasso could have got him. Well,
1: is it is like I, I just see this book right here, and this is the Church of the Redeemer. Is there an actual story on the lineage on Deer Island? Is this it right here? Is this where you'd find yep. that? If that's that's it? all
2: your birth certificates and birthdays and death notices and all that, and it's got a it's got all all our family before before my mother. My mother was Catholic, so we changed from Presbyterian to Catholic. Yeah, and my my daddy bought.
1: It. Jack that up there again. Yeah. And I guess you could find this at the church because it says "Do not remove." But I'm sure they let
3: you have one. Well, I well it says property <laughs> of,
2: of Albert Baker over the top there. Dale Greenwell gave me
0: that. Yeah. yeah,
2: he gave it to me, and I got it copied.
0: Yeah, I made about eight or ten copies out of it.
2: Well, good deal, man. man that's, that's awesome. A, that's
0: a great story. Everybody in the comments here that's been watching us is really digging it. So uh, we appreciate you coming in today, taking yes, the sir. time out of your day to come talk to us. Uh, we, we're we eating it up. I mean, that's yeah. I could talk about this for, I for enjoyed days it. and days. Well, yeah. good. We appreciate good stuff. it. stuff. Yes, got, sir, you
2: got me loose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Took I a little while. You, I, yeah. told yeah. I told you we could. I told you we could do it. Yeah. Y'all are great. Yeah. Yes sir, yeah. we appreciate it. Now we
1: got to get the brooms, get the rest of that stuff off them fans. Uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, look, we want to thank everybody for watching on the live, the replays, and everybody in the audio side. So uh, if they, if we got some, we got some more cool stuff coming down the yeah, pipe. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we'll keep pumping these out if y'all keep watching them. So we'll see you on the next one. Yep. Thank you. Thanks so much for checking out the show. We really appreciate the support. If you haven't downloaded the Brownwater Banter app yet, go do it. It's free in the App Store and on Google Play. We have everything covered for a day out on the water. We've got the tides, the radar, Tails and Scales app. We've got a radio station right inside of it and it's all free all of our content is in there you can listen to the show directly inside of the app make sure you keep your notifications turned on so you can stay in touch with us as we go live with guests in the future and plan events we want to thank our app sponsor taylor and cox law firm if you need any legal representation man like we said before give them a call at 228-696-0111 if y'all keep tuning in we'll keep doing them we'll see you on the next one
1: groundwater banter.